sanguine, simply optimistic, a community of hope and optimism. AMC Group, uh, this is my second podcast, and man, I'm having fun. I hope you guys are enjoying this, and uh, yeah, again, I appreciate your feedback, and if you're listening, I so appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen. I hope that it's helpful, and I hope that it, it blesses you and brings you more understanding. You know, Adrian and I, as uh, we host this care group and give some leadership to it, you guys are the foundation of this group. This group does not happen and it does not function without you. And so I just say thank you. You guys have made this group what it is. If you're listening and you're outside our community group, I just encourage you, find community. It doesn't have to be this community. But if you want to find blessing, you want to find some solid ground in your life, find some community. I'll tell you, these people in my life and Adrian's life are such a blessing. And if you've come to our group, some of you may say that we're a bunch of misfits. And I honestly, I hold that title proudly because we are people that we come together and we're something great and we take care of our own. And uh, I'm so glad to be part of this. I'm so proud of our group. Our group is just a great group. So thank you, group. If you're not part of this group, I just encourage you to find a group. But I thank you for listening. And I hope you're blessed. I hope you find some insight in this. I hope you find some strategies for your life. This is all about giving you tools to succeed, tools to make your life richer, to make your faith richer, that you live a richer, more prosperous, more full life, and that as Christians, and that's what this podcast is focused around, as Christians are these crazy Jesus followers, the ones that are led by the Holy Spirit, the wind that blows here and there. We are people of the Spirit, and uh, yeah. We love Jesus, and uh, we love people. So this week, I want to hit the woman with the issue of blood again. And you guys know, those of you that were there the second week that I talked about this, I think this is maybe three weeks ago from, hmm, oh, what is this? This is the first week in February, so it was probably three weeks ago that I talked about the second part with the woman with the issue of blood. And so here, we have a woman with the issue of blood for 12 years. And the last podcast, we talked about how at 12 years, she had intention, intention to be healed. And when she went out that day, she went out unclean and probably defiled those she touched, including Jesus, to get her healing. But she went out with intention and that she was met with healing as power left Jesus and it entered her and she was immediately healed. What a powerful story. I'm still blown away. That woman is a one percenter. I want to be that one percenter. I am approaching Jesus with intention. I am allowing myself to be exposed to the infinite possibilities that exist with Jesus Christ, our Savior, but the Holy Spirit that has comforted us to live with us day to day. The Holy Spirit lives with us day to day, guides us and leads us. I want to know the possibilities. You guys, the new agers engage all the time in their meditation practices, the realm of infinite possibilities. And, you know, there's some vague spiritual force out there that is the realm of infinite possibilities. Yet we, as believers in Jesus Christ, the scripture tells us that all things are possible with God. So there it is. 
we don't have some vague some entity out there that it is the we call it the akasha film the realm of infinite possibilities no we have a personal god that has chosen as we have asked him to come into our hearts as we have found that we have fallen short because of our shortcomings as our desire to live a perfect life we haven't been able to do that we have fallen short we have hurt others we have hurt ourselves what the scripture calls sin sin is just hurt and pain it is the shortcomings that come from pride and ego and jesus came to wipe those things away to make a clean slate and to offer again what was in the garden the realm of all possibilities all things are possible with god so we go back to the woman with the issue of blood 12 years bleeding no hope of healing all things are possible with god yes for her that day that she woke up and she heard that jesus was in her town and that she went out with intention being unclean she went out with intention to be healed she was just going to touch jesus that's what she knew she knew that if she touched jesus she would be healed and as we talked about last time hundreds of people touched jesus one was healed one was healed why why it was a woman with intention she intentionally accessed the infinite possibilities that existed in jesus incarnate christ right then right there on the face of the earth she was healed so this week i want to go a little different direction with this story so the cool thing about this story is that it also gives us some revelation into jesus and he's a walking ball of energy he is walking around with healing energy that can be accessed by someone touching him and it seems like from the retelling of scripture that he didn't even give permission for that healing to happen. Now, we don't know for sure because it doesn't say that, but it certainly implies that as he sounds surprised, as he says, I felt virtue, power, energy leave me. Interesting. He didn't direct it. He didn't give it intentionally, but it was taken for intention. Because she came with intention and she touched him with intention. You could say that she touched him with faith. She touched him with faith. And her faith, Jesus says later, made her well. So her faith accessed the energy that was around Jesus. What's interesting, there are other stories relating other individuals in the Bible where strange things like this have happened, where Paul's handkerchief was taken to people and they were healed, where Peter's shadow fell on people and they were healed, where Paul's apron was taken to people and they were healed. So with like the handkerchief and the apron, yes, there was some intention. People believed that, you know, this was part of the possessions of, of Paul and so that these things could be taken and they held the energy of Paul. And people got healed. It's craziness. So was it the thing? Was it the faith? Or was it both? Peter's shadow. Shadows randomly fall on people. We can 
sometimes with intention cause our shadows to fall on people, but it doesn't seem to be the case with Peter. And his shadow fell on people and they were healed. So what is this? I, I, the side of the story just kind of blows me away. And Jesus, when I shared this with you guys in the group, kind of turned this whole story upside down on my head. And he said, you're supposed to be like me. And one of my favorite scriptures, not my favorite, I guess, is more one that has stayed with me a long time, but I just can't get past, is where Jesus says, you shall do greater things than me. And, you know, there's a couple of reasons why the scripture holds uh, a place in my thoughts quite often. It's for one, I can't imagine doing greater things than Jesus. Jesus is, for an 80s kid, awesome. You know, that's our word in the 80s is awesome. Jesus is awesome. He is the best. He is a savior. I can't imagine myself doing greater things than him or wanting to do greater things than him. But from the reading of scripture, to do greater things to him is to bring honor to him. It's not to surpass him. It is to bring honor as we have engaged in his work and we have engaged with his heart, with the heart that comes from the Father to do the works that he is doing. And so when Jesus says, do greater things than these, and then I partner it with Jesus' encounter with the woman with the issue of blood, and that he was a walking ball of energy, energy of the Spirit, energy of the essence of God, which is healing and wholeness. The essence of God is opposite what we experience in the world. It is wholeness. It is the glue that puts things back together. It is not the brokenness and the pain and the strife that we experience in the world. It is the opposite. And so Jesus radiates the opposite of what's in this world. Jesus radiates put back togetherness, glueness, that we glue what is broken. We bring together what is broken. We grow back what has been lopped off. We clean what has been dirty as Jesus came and he cleansed us from our sins that he came to give life where death and judgment were. And that we are to do greater things than these. That I am to walk around as a ball of energy. Wow, I tell you, and you guys, as I shared this with you, this just kind of rocked my world because I've often contemplated what it is to do greater things than Jesus. But this story never entered the mix. That I could be so full of him and the Holy Spirit, that spirit that blows to and fro and goes where it may, that rests on people like flaming tongues of fire, that that energy is around me, that as I walk, that someone with intention can, can come up to me and touch me from behind and experience healing. So that's what Jesus did. What would be greater if two people, ten people came and touched me? Uh, how, how do you engage with that? How do you get your head around that? I'm not sure that you can. And so, guys, as I shared on Friday night, this is where I start, that when people come into my world, I am going to be an encouragement to them. I am going to bring blessing into their their life. I'm going to pray for them. I'm going to make sure that they leave feeling encouraged. And if they shared something they wanted to do with me that's very precious and it is a passion of their heart, I'm going to make sure that they walk away with all the faith they can get from me. This is my way of showing intention to God that I am intentional about passing on his encouragement, passing on his faith in people, his hope for people, 
His desire for people to be transformed, to become all they can be. God doesn't desire us to be beaten down. If we receive discipline from the Father, it is to bring us further up. It may for a season bring us down, but all discipline, godly discipline, leads to greatness, to restoration, to learning, to understanding. And so I'm determined that in the encounters that I have with people, I am going to bring life. And I want to have that radiating out of me. So it's going to come in my words. It's going to come in my gazes. Is this a challenge for me? Sometimes not. Oftentimes, yes, when I'm driving. Yes, that's probably a huge challenge for me. As I'm interacting with my community, no. Because my great love and passion for you guys is very evident as I interact with you because I feel your presence and I'm blessed by your presence and I want to give that back to you. And so I'm going to have to work when I'm in other places to bring encouragement, to bring life, and to just speak the words to bring the ultimate to those around me. And the other thing that I'm going to do with incredible intention, spending that time with my Savior, with the Holy Spirit, getting filled up so I can breathe that energy out and so that I am full. I'm not sucking up the things of the Spirit for myself, but I'm getting full. I am saturated. I'm like a sponge of energy from the Holy Spirit so that as someone comes in and touches me, it's like there's so much there that it eats out on them. Like Jesus, there was so much there that the woman with the issue of blood was healed that I'm this big energy sponge that spends time alone with Jesus and I get filled up as I'm in times of prayer, as I'm in times of meditation in the Spirit, using my imagination, engaging with the Father and the Holy Spirit and the Son with intention, talking and planning, making plans to impact the world with the love of Christ. And so I leave those times full. And so that as I walk out, the words that come out of my heart, because the abundance that's in the heart speaks, that's scriptural, out of the abundance of the heart, that I'm filling up my heart with abundance from the Holy Spirit, from Jesus, from the Father, because I'm spending time. And so the words that I speak, speak out life, encouragement, blessing. And then I'm getting faith. I'm getting all things are possible with Christ. I'm hearing the scripture, and then I'm beginning to believe the scriptures as I'm interacting with the Father, and the scriptures are becoming real. And so that energy of that belief and that faith is building in me so that as those that interact, when they touch me, they get some of that Jesus leaking out of me. That isn't me. That power isn't me. But I'm designed to hold the power of the Holy Spirit within me. And that as you or someone else touches me, that that leaks out on them. Those that come with intention, that access that with intention, intention of faith, as they access that, they experience healing and they experience transformation. That is what I want. So as I look at the woman with the issue of blood again and that story in Jesus' encounter, God turned on my head. Jesus is like, you're supposed to be like me. You're supposed to do greater things than me. And those are not even deep scriptures. Those are just surface scriptures. And those things, wow. But as I've learned, when you're tackling really hard things, get a foothold first. And then when you get a foothold, begin to pry open that door. So start where you can start. We all have the power of words. Every one of you that I know can speak. Some of you can speak a heck of a lot. Like me. It's like I'm going on 20 minutes here. So I've obviously got a lot of words. But we can start with our words and we can be intentional with everyone we encounter. 
We're just like, I'm going to bring life to them. I'm going to bring encouragement to them. If they share with me a seed, I'm going to water that. I'm going to breathe sunshine on that. I'm going to smile on that. And I'm going to make life into them because I have life into me. And don't forget, the most important part of this is you've got to get filled up. If you're going to give, you need to have your cup filled to the brim and overflowing all the time. This means very intentional time with alone with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, with the Father. And folks, use your imagination. That is a gift from God. We as Christians, we stray from our imagination. Imagination is the vocabulary of the Spirit. Let the Spirit infiltrate your imagination and bring His desires and His passions, those crazy things that cannot exist in your logical brain can exist in your imagination. Let them out. So as I wrap up this number two podcast, I just encourage you. It's like, uh, have those encounters with Jesus. Use your imagination. Believe the scriptures on the point where you can and let your faith grow to where you can agree with more. And uh, as always, I love you guys. You're a huge blessing in my life. You make this community great, each and every one of you, even those of you that can't come on a regular basis when you come. You're such a huge blessing, and I just thank you so much, and I love you guys. And uh, as always, I appreciate your feedback. I uh, hope I'm getting better at these. Um, I'm certainly having fun. So chat with you later. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.